0: and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, Elder Candidate at Redeemer
1: Fellowship. But I'm all done. You got all your stuff done. All my stuff is done. It's turned
0: in. Wait, hang on. It's turned in. You got the books. It's it. Yep. You got uh, the paper, the big theological yep. paper yeah, that I wasn't supposed to do. But continue. No, you were supposed to do that. I was Brian not didn't know what he was to do talking like, about. Continue. I tell you what you have to do. You do what I tell you to do when I tell you to do it. And, um, and you got your like uh, calling, paying gifts. Gifting, get, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's in. All's in. So now I think it's April eighth is your oral exam. Yep. So April eighth. Is this going to be out by then? Uh,
1: you have to yeah. Look it up. I don't this know. This will be out. All right, so
0: he. So you've already had your oral exam, and you're probably going to have to take it two or three more times, and um, then four times, four and times. Then, because uh, we do it, we do it in English, uh, we do it in Latin, and yep. uh, Then we do it in Greek, uh, Greek, and yeah. so, and if, if we do it in uh, Spanglish for Jimmy too, that's uh,
1: the only way I could pass. Yeah, because he can't, that's he doesn't speak actual Spanish. No, no, no. I make it up as I go, much like my theology.
0: So uh, you know, you just came back from like a, a magic filled weekend. All right, stop. What? <laughs> stop. You had a magic filled. Oh, you had a magic stop. overnight. I don't know, Jimmy. Jimmy I had a Jimmy his, magic sleepover. Yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy and his wife went. Uh, went. Where did you go? You went to Chicago. We went downtown. The and you went and yeah, saw yeah, a my, magic show. So we show. thought. We just you thought my brother magic. was like,
1: hey, you know, we want to watch the kids for a couple hours just to hang out. Yeah, Dustin. The deer Deer-tay. Tay. Deer-tay. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Then it turned into, hey. You know, their cousin uh, from uh, Dustin's wife's side. My Nobody cares. Side. Yeah. Anyway, stop it. Uh, so he was going to sleep over. So they said, hey, they'll have the kids sleep over. And then I said, bam, let's just spend the night downtown. Yeah, see, that, so sounds we that sounds good. That sounds good. But then you went to a magic show. We went, a to, a, we went show. to a magic show and uh, an illusionist. Uh, sleight of hand, you know.
0: You know, you could have gone to see a musical or a play. That would have been cool. No,
1: I went and looked. Uh, I couldn't get into Hamilton I wanted to do Hamilton, Ugh. couldn't get in. Didn't you already do that? No, I want. To, I'm waiting for Steve and I are going. Okay, that's right. Steve,
0: <laughs> you know I'm not I'm interested. And even if I was, I probably wouldn't get invited. So no, we weren't going to invite you. You know who would invite me though? You want who would invite me? If if to who's going to gonna invite you? Richard Clark. No, we would not. And not the dead one. Not the, not <laughs> <laughs> Is there a dead Richard Clark, <laughs> Clark?
2: I don't know about.
0: Oh yeah,
2: yeah come on, man. man. Yeah.
1: Wow. We're hanging, today we're hanging with Richard Clark. You're really culturally Clark, aware man. of what's going on yeah, around how us. How do you not know? I'm sure you were. <laughs> Did you have a whole like podcast or blog about that?
2: About Dick Clark? No,
1: about being culturally <laughs> relevant. And here you are uh, missing out on all that.
2: Yeah, we didn't write a lot of articles about Dick Clark. Mm, yeah, but okay. you're, you
0: had to have grown up under the shadow of Dick Clark. Yes,
2: yes, very much so. People, ca- so for years, people called me Dick Clark, and I just thought they were being really insulting. Did to you just think they were just
0: making fun of your dad because uh, he is your dad, right? No, oh, no, he's
2: not. Um, wait. Yeah, I have a dad named Richard Clark. I okay, had a dad so, named Richard Clark. So, so, yeah,
0: so it was it is it the, is it the dead is it the guy? Is it's it not the guy. Okay, it's so uh, not, not, no, not the guy. Not the dead guy. No.
2: Okay. But I finally figured out who they were talking about, and then I was like, "Well, that's and was annoying. that like last year? Two years ago? No, it was shortly before he died. <laughs> shortly before he died. Like, hey, <laughs> and then he died, and there was like a wave of people calling me Dick Clark, and then it petered out after a while.
0: So in case in case people don't know you, because there's, there's a chance some people don't know you. I doubt even it. Even though. I, I know, he says, I mean, he's kind of a big deal. Kind of, kind of well known. Um, Richard Clark uh, works. Uh, what? Well, you're you? Are, it's the big picture. I'm going to let Jimmy give your actual. <laughs> you Do you know this. it? I mean,
1: because because you know I, Richard here is a member of Redeemer. Yeah, of course. So I know. I do so you does. know him really. I know well. what he does. What? Well, what does he do? Well, what would Richard, you say his title? Red, his official title would
0: be. Okay, it's a little long. People get bored. But no, what, wait, let, let me hear. It. Let, let, <laughs> let, let he, me hear this. Richard really long works. Title. Uh at Christianity Today. He's a director. Okay, so hang on. Hang director. on. But mostly what he does is he's like the he engineers the podcasts and uh he is the host of the calling. It's a and, podcast, yeah. Yeah, and he uh engineer
2: he, is is not the, exactly not the right word right. I'm understand. gonna quibble with the words uh, a little no, bit. No, no, I agree with you, Richard. The, you, he's the, the editor. Engineer. He's the editor. Right? What? I'm
0: an editor. I do edit. Yes, yeah. he does the editing. You don't remember what he, he said. He works huh? at Christianity today, though. <laughs> Hey, I've hung out with Richard more than you have, so I think you know Oh, yeah, that that's show. true. Yeah. And okay. you know
1: how sad that is, though? Well, because that? now I know I know him better than you. I know what he does. Well, you don't know it. Yes, you, I do. He's the Director it? of Editorial Development for CT Pastors and Preaching Today. What's on that laptop Simple.
2: that you're looking at? Huh? Well, see, even what he's you, calling <laughs> you out. What
1: are you talking about, Richard? No, I'm looking at what we're talking about today.
2: Oh, it's not written down. Oh, okay. It looked like <laughs> you were... It is. No, I, I changed screens. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> so, Richard is... Um, uh, Smart he is funny and he's smart um, yeah and he's doing, he's doing great work at, at Christianity today. Uh, what was your involvement in Christ and pop culture? Uh, I
2: co-founded it yeah. with Alan Noble, so yeah I guess that's I, a pretty I that's a pretty big deal yeah. yeah I was editor-in-chief for for years until I went to CT yeah mm-hmm. very cool. so I, yeah that was a really good time
0: and uh, just tell us about your family briefly
2: I have two kids. one is like three weeks old one is almost three yep and I have a wife who is beautiful and smart and mm-hmm. awesome and her name and allows is,
1: you to be here right now and she let me
2: co- come here at 11 o'clock on a Saturday <laughs> yeah which is key dad time Oh yes um yeah to come record this podcast but she's awesome she uh, she is the one
0: who said Joe, yeah I think you're an Enneagram six. No that's not what she said. Uh, she said, Joe, I think you're a six. That's what she said. That's right. And I was like, I was kind of flattered because, yeah. first of all, I never get right, <laughs> and, and when yeah. I do, it's usually I'm not a six. I'm usually lowered down on a scale. Four. And, uh, but, but I think you're a four. But I knew something was wrong when she said, I'm a, I was a, a six <laughs> and Pat, Pastor Pat was a nine. I was like, ain't <laughs> no way we're talking about the same scale I'm thinking
1: of. <laughs> no whoa, way. Whoa. Pastor Pat is a good looking dude. Yes. in Thailand. Yeah, what? I don't know. I just threw it out Dang, there. I didn't dude, know what to that, say. That, that just cultural racist. differences. Yeah. Cultural differences. People, that's r- it. people like people like different beard. things. His beard. His beard yeah. makes him attractive.
0: He does have that thin wispy Asian-style beard. It, that's yeah. what I'm trying to get. Yeah, at. I get that. All right, cool. So uh, yeah, so your your wife ranked me, uh, but it was on the Enneagram scale. Mm-hmm. Now I, I'd never heard of Enneagram when this happened. I can't believe you haven't heard, you hadn't heard of Enneagram at this Mm -mm. time. No, as we were, we were hanging out there. So Pat and I were over there at the Clarks, you're visiting the baby and, and everything and saying, Hey, and so this whole thing of Enneagram came up and not only did I not know what Enneagram was, I didn't know that there was like a whole bunch of talk about Enneagram going on Mm -hmm. books being written, uh, like classes being offered, all kinds of stuff. And so um,
1: I got schooled a little bit. I got a little, little like two minute crash course in enneagram. So why don't from the Richard? Why don't you give us that two minute crash course? Like give us an overview. What is enneagram? And oh, yeah. definitely the Reformed Baptist listening to going. What's an enneagram?
2: Well, you should okay. know, listening. I'm a Reformed Baptist. Yes,
1: but
0: I
2: just uh, maybe. The, yeah, I mean the uptight, yeah. tucked in kind. Well, that's listening. who I'm talking to because okay. so that's my concern. Coming on this show is mm-hmm. like some of your audience are not into the enneagram. We know that for sure. We know that. Um, and. I am speaking also, I should just say as a disclaimer, because that's really fun. Um, I'm a generalist who is someone aware of the trend of the Enneagram. So right. I don't want to speak as... It always gets weird when you talk about weird...
1: Yeah, I know. So you're an expert in this. Continue. I, you're in I this. know you're an everything expert about advocate. it. There you yeah. go. Thank you. Apologist. To After all, all that boring BNC, stuff, the,
2: the Enneagram is like basically a way... It's like if, if you think of like Strength Finders or Myers-Briggs, it's kind mm. of like that, but it has a spiritual component.
0: Okay. It's le- as it, you know, like INTJ. That's Myers Briggs, right? Yeah. ENTJ. E- Whatever that stuff is. Whatever that one is. I then there's like thing. some color
1: ones. Like you're either you're orange. Like- I was always orange. I don't know what it means. Orange. There's green. That's,
0: that's why you voted for Trump.
1: Orange green. Blue, yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: I think. I think the other thing I would say is it. What it does better than those other things is it. It acknowledges like the whole uh, reality mm-hmm. of what you're particular personality type might be Mm -hmm. which is to say it's a lot about the negative traits right like it's a lot about growth too so with street finders and Mm myers-briggs a lot of times it's about leaning into your strengths which i think can be more damaging sometimes than people love their their myers-briggs they they like
0: they live they get it tattooed on them
2: i would tell people all the time i'm really intuitive so like please don't ask me to tell you arguments for things Right? I just know, okay? Like that's been my argument for a long. That's the argument I'll make for something. Um but the uh the Enneagram tells you like you tend to see the world in a certain way. This is what it's all about. All of the n- numbers from 1 to 9, they're not rankings, they're numbers. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they all have to do with how you see the world. Yeah. And um what is nice is that it I don't know how or why, but it seems to me like the Enneagram does the best job of making these connections of how you see the world and what it means for the way you react to things mm-hmm. and people. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So as an example, I'm a four. It means the way I see the world is I always see what's missing. I see the thing that that is missing from a situation or from a, an accomplishment. It's hard for me to revel in things as if mm-hmm. they were awesome. Um, and then as a result, I'm like, familiar with things like grief and sadness and it ends up like one of the things i tend to do is like as a fort is i tend to tell people sad stories out of nowhere like they're just like the weather like it's small talk <laughs> that's like but that's fine yeah so, like, nothing wrong with that well
1: except yeah. when you're at like a party playing board games and then you talk about the one time you lost your finger which
2: literally the, the literally sunday we had an experience where there's a guy who was new to our like dinner gathering that we host mm-hmm. he oh, asked wait, like wait, wait. what's your high, low, high and low point for seminary he's just trying to make a conversation i was like probably my divorce <laughs> <laughs> for both of them really and he was like you should have seen the look on his face it was incredible um i constantly bring up my my dad's death and my divorce in just regular conversation with people I barely know.
0: I think it's healthy. I'm not worried about it. I, I think know. so too, but yeah. other people freak out. I like. think it's because the fours are the are the healthiest on the Enneagram scale.
1: I think that's pretty... <laughs> <laughs> that's, I agree. I think that's... I mean, I've got The, four, the four Like, Well, how about this? How, why don't we go through what they are? All because right. you're saying four, mm-hmm. and people might not know four is the Why is the four list? the best one? Yeah. That's what they want to know right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so we're gonna
0: let's. I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and read the the super succinct version of each. All right, mm-hmm. go Joe. And then I want you to help us kind of think through it and figure out which one Jimmy is and which one I am. Oh, okay. I know what Joe is. Okay. Well, let's, let's just. Wait I have now. guesses for Joe, and right. I have one guess for you. Oh, I already know what I am. Yeah. Okay. Right. So interested. on the Enneagram scale, a one is called the reformer. I already want to be this one. Yeah, it's because it's you. the yeah. reformer. Like yeah. I want to be the reformer. Rational, idealistic, principled, purposeful self-controlled but perfectionistic. Yeah. Yeah. And like I that's the guy I want to be when I look at this scale. Oh. I don't think that's me, no, that's it's the not, guy yeah. I want to be. But what's interesting about the Enneagram scale is that as you dig deeper into these, what I saw is mm-hmm. that there are good versions of each yeah. one of these and bad versions of each yep. one of these, which is really yeah. helpful. This would be the guy who burns a heretic at the stake. Okay. So thus the reformer? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he
2: would be the guy who's like, You are very wrong. We need to do something about that and solve it. The inner critic is like the big Okay. The big trait of a one. They have a person constantly telling them what they're doing wrong or mm-hmm. think or or what is wrong about something, whatever. And then also like that often gets projected onto other people as a result. It's like an overflow of criticism they can't okay. contain.
0: Cool. it was um do uh, do we do we know like any classic um n- reformers like that fall into that category
2: yeah i'm i I was thinking of calvin probably I mean all of these are guesses, like yeah, one yeah. of the general rules is you're not supposed to type people, but you do it oh, you totally in the book, in the book, it's hard doesn't, not' doesn't, to. doesn't,
1: doesn't it do it in the book, it, in the yes. book they, they, so yeah. he says hey, don't type people. But here you go. Here's a here's, here's some examples, here's some examples of, yeah. of some of these types of people who never so, claim that number yeah. for themselves. <laughs> so the book has it, it but we're, we're not going to go through that. That's fine. It's, it's
2: kind okay. of a way of saying like if you relate to these people, maybe it's you. Yeah. But um, yeah, I would say this is a big one for uh, reformed people. Like I think the reformed, I do think the reformed movement has a lot of ones, well, and especially tends to in be, the cage stage. Yes. Know, well,
0: section, in case uh, in case you guys were wondering. Here are some examples of reformers, okay? Oh, here we go. So, now I can go with like Joan of Arc, uh, Sir Thomas More, Mm -hmm. Gandhi, Pope John Paul II, Nelson Mandela, Margaret Thatcher. You guys get it, Mm -hmm. but uh, Dr. Jack Kevorkian. How about that? Huh. Mm. And Martha Stewart.
1: uh, Yeah. George Harrison,
0: Joan Baez, Celine Dion, Ralph Nader, Noam Chomsky. Uh, Jane Fonda, Meryl Streep, Harrison Ford, Helen Hunt. See, this is Donald ridiculous. Trump. Yep. They're literally
2: actors playing people,
0: other people. On, there was no way we could know oh, this. Oh, look, SNL's the Church Lady. It literally says that right. The here. Church Lady. Yep. And, <laughs> and this is lady. on the EnneagramInstitute I actually, yeah,
2: I actually like the idea of using like characters. parodic characters mm. as examples because that. That gives you a sense of like really the thrust of what we're talking about. Church lady is a great
0: example. Number two, number two is the helper, caring, interpersonal, demonstrative, generous, people pleasing, possessive. So this is the caring interpersonal type, Mm -hmm. who is uh, generous, people pleasing, possessive. What what are we talking about there? Like what what because like did. That doesn't sound too bad until you. People pleasing can be can definitely be negative. Yeah. Um. uh, But it can also be good. And uh, but possessive can be bad. So what are we talking about with the helper? Do you think?
2: I think one of the things about it too is that they assume needs. Sometimes they try and predict needs and answer them. I think I remember reading an example in one book which. I think The Road Back to You, which I'd highly recommend. Mm-hmm. The Road Back to You is a really good introduction to all of this. But um, there was an example of a, a person who gave their pastor, kept giving their pastor cars. Like, gave their pastor a car after they uh, are didn't they, have one. Are and they it looking just... for a church? They know? <laughs> no, it's not that bad of a problem, but it does make <laughs> things uncomfortable in certain yeah. situations. Sure. And uh, there's, there's that sort of like assumption of what is your need. Mm-hmm. And then the real bad flip side, cause there's a, every one of these numbers has like a, a deadly sin and the deadly sin for two is pride. And the reason is it's like, I'm the only one doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm the only one who really loves people and helps people. And once that's not reciprocated, it becomes a real problem. Yeah. Cause the big thing about Enneagram, the most helpful thing I think is that, you know, a lot of people see it as something that puts you in a box and and let you stay there. It's really meant to let you see the box, so you can then get out of it. Okay. And the box of two is in is, uh, seeing the world as what can I do to help? Not everyone sees the world that way, right? Um, and that's the thing that you know it's helpful. That's why it would be helpful to recognize you're a two.
0: All right, so uh, Jimmy, does he fall into the one or the two yet? Or do I? We do think? Oh, not Joe. Uh, maybe
2: I could see maybe a one for you, but no. All right.
0: Let's see, uh, number three, The Achiever. Oh, this is me. The Achiever,
1: right?
0: <laughs> no. no. I thought not, I was not, a three not, for a while. Not, not so much. Success-oriented, which I'm not. Pragmatic, not. Uh, adaptive, excelling, driven, image conscious. Hmm. It does sound familiar, though. Mm. It doesn't sound like me, but it sounds familiar. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Success-oriented, pragmatic, adaptive. These are all, all I like, know is, uh, all yeah. I do is win, 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 no matter what. <laughs> I, 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 I think Excel, image conference, your shoe budget alone tells Stop, me that you don't are tell, image. Don't con- I didn't tell them, shoe, shoe don't tell them what you <laughs> your shoe budget is. I just told them that have a shoe budget. Your shoe budget is as big as Eric Mason's book budget. Let's no! just put it that way. <laughs> um, okay, so the achiever, this doesn't sound like a, what, what could possibly be wrong with an achiever? I Let's think it's less about
2: succeeding and more about looking like you're succeeding. Mm-hmm. So, some people have argued that Donald Trump is an achiever. Now, that's a very, like, that's a face value look at Donald Trump because he's obsessed with winning, quote unquote. Yeah, right. Um, but, going to do a great job. It really has less to do with that idea that you're, I mean, it, their entire life, don't get me wrong, their entire life is devoted to succeeding. So, that is very important to them. And they tend to,
0: succeed Mm -hmm. at what they do so success oriented though doesn't mean successful it could mean not necessarily it it could mean like oh i'm success driven i'm i'm motivated by it or i want the appearance of success Mm -hmm.
2: it also means they'll do a lot to succeed like when it comes to what's the
0: i'm trying to remember their uh their sin um but if they're, you know, if they're pragmatic and if they're adaptive, yeah. that can sometimes cause us to – or in, encourage us to kind of drop our morals, our convictions, and our standards mm-hmm. in order to achieve, yep. right, in yep. order to succeed. Or to even just cut corners, that sort of thing. Right. It's, it's right. a lot less of – it,
2: it tends to be often, at its worst, it tends to be a less authentic su- success, right? So like so. More
1: like just vain, vanity. I
2: it's it's tricky because all of these people have their roles. Tricky,
1: tricky, tricky. So there's good um, and bad versions of the achiever.
2: I know I know some threes and they're great people. The I, thing I they, think we're
0: sitting across from
2: one. All right. So are you a three? You're like, thinking you're I, a three? I am a three. I think I'm I think wing four probably. Because I was, I was placing yep. you as a four. Wait, hey, you just said wing just four. Nobody knows what that is. Having yeah. So wings. Uh, basically, you you have a, like a little thing. You're a little bit of, mm-hmm. but it has to be on either side of your number. So either. You're a wing okay, two or a wing it. four. So three. so
0: you're an achiever, but with wings. I get it. Nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, wait till we get to yours, because I know what you the, are
1: and what wing you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My <I> right wing? <laughs> is that what you're going to say? <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> don't, don't label me, bro. <laughs> okay, so what uh, number four is the individualist. This is uh, a very sensitive person who sometimes is justifiably withdrawn, mm. um, is appropriately expressive, uh, never overly dramatic, but dramatic. Uh, some people might think they're self-absorbed, but they're not. Um, and they've been said to be temperamental, but that's not true either. Mm-hmm. The individualist.
2: Is this what you think you are?
0: No, I, I don't know. Maybe. I, this is one no, of the is, things is, I think That's not what it, it says. It just says sensitive, withdrawn, expressive, dramatic, self-absorbed, and temperamental. Yes, that is what I think I am.
2: Okay, yeah. So fours aren't me. Like, I'm a four. I they're the best. That. Yeah, they're the best ones. The thing about being withdrawn is interesting because I don't think of myself as withdrawn. I'm pretty open and engaged with people. But when I realize that that's not uh, embraced or welcome, I get very frustrated and will shut down pretty quickly. I'm withdrawn.
0: I just I'd rather be by myself all the time.
2: Right? Huh? Yeah, yeah. I have a friend who's like a very introverted four.
1: You're focusing on that. I I struggled between you for this one or another one. I, I'm yeah. not sure if you're that. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think this is me: expressive, dramatic, self-absorbed, temperamental.
0: I think that's fair. Uh,
2: you uh you come across like that to me in your sermons because you often reference like personal things out of nowhere that. Feel like they should have lead up like they like Mm -hmm. it it will shock people. You'll just mention like a family member's death or. oh,
1: So he gives you no context.
2: Well, not no context, no
1: warning. No, like. Thank you. No No contextual warning. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. There's
2: no sense that this is weird to mention from.
0: Yes. There's no. Yeah. Like my brother's overdose. Right. It's all right. You just talk about it. Right. Exactly. that's well, yeah we're adults come on exactly babies yeah Those like one, twos and threes and as
2: opposed to a three it's like what's the point of hiding this stuff a right. three might go what's that gonna say
0: about me mm-hmm. that
2: that i allowed that to happen in my life or whatever
0: you know well number five is the investigator intense cerebral perceptive innovative secretive and isolated <laughs> the intense cerebral type all right so uh we're talking smart uh, focused. Mm-hmm. They have a good. I mean, if they're perceptive, they mean that they're good at interpreting people and things around them, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. they're they, they're creative problem solvers. I mean, what are we talking about here?
2: Yeah, I think they really value information more than anything. Like they're about seeing the world as it is. Um, that's what they want to do, mm-hmm. and, and they'll often like hesitate to make. They're not doers they're like thinkers. Yeah, yeah. And so they'll uh hoard, I don't know if they hoard information, but they definitely see it as high value, and so they right. might hoard it in certain circumstances if they feel in competition with another person. Um and then I think like they would hesitate to do things if they don't feel like they're going to accomplish them perfectly because there's always something, some new knowledge they could get that's going to help them.
0: To do to have to do that even better, right? Okay, and then we have the loyalist six. This is what your wife is. My wife is that, yeah. Okay, and, and I, said, I would
2: say so. It seems like the six is what I've heard is it's the most common number, like like fifty percent of the population mm. supposedly is a six, and they also are the most complicated because they there's like counterphobic and phobic sixes, which has drastic. It looks drastically different depending on.
0: Now, she said that she thought I was a six, mm-hmm. and I don't think I am, which maybe that means I am one. I don't know. <laughs> uh, the loyalist is committed, security-oriented, or security engaging, responsible, anxious, and suspicious. Why is this the most common one? I don't know. I don't know the answer. I think, I think it's a
2: cultural thing. I think it might have to do with the American dream, huh. this idea of safety and stability and security. Being like the number one thing, the white pickets, the fence, that sort of deal.
0: Anxiety. I mean, there's people, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely, that's the one thing that I am. I'm not mm-hmm. suspicious. Fofo is suspicious. I am anxious, though. And you're not anxious. Mm-mm. No. So like I yeah, don't feel I like this fits me very well, but I can see parts of me in here. Yeah. And we can probably see parts of ourselves in all of these, right? If definitely. We, oh, for, for sure. For yeah. And fair. some
2: of it accounts for that. Of course, here, if you're a four, there's no accounting for it. Because there's stress numbers and health numbers for fours those are one and two so that doesn't make sense and then mm-hmm. this can't be your wing so you can't account for it that way but um but definitely like th- there's there's degrees to which we rub off on each other yeah so i'm actually curious what you think your wife is yeah we
0: talked about that my wife and i will get through it
2: because i'll show you definitely my wife uh is a six and it rubs off on me sometimes in good ways like usually if a number rubs off on you it's a good thing it's a, like a balance situation But, uh, yeah, it's, to me, the six is all about the higher authority and like trust. Um, they're trying to figure out if they trust you or not. And if they don't trust you, then they are mad at you and trying to figure out
1: how to tell you or deal with you.
0: The 2018 Doctrine and Devotion Conference is just around the corner, but there's still time to register.
1: It's going to be bigger than last year, and that's thanks to our seven sponsors. which seven? Seven? Oh, yes, we big time that's now. That's a holy number. B Academic, who put out the Spurgeon Study Bible. There's Moody Publishers, who put out your three books. We got Logos Bible Software. We got Mission Aware. We got Legacy Dads. It's oh, all yeah, going to be cool. great.
0: Yeah, and we also have uh, some amazing coffee uh, that's roasted locally here by Fresh yeah. Ground Roast. And the coffee is brought to you by Crossway Publishers and Soldiers of Christ. Prison Ministries, led by Scott Kalis out of Redeemer Fellowship. This is a ministry where Scott disciples men who are incarcerated, helping them
1: to become better followers of Christ and better dads as they exit the prison system. So you do not want to miss out on this. Go to com and register now.
0: Mm -hmm. So we got uh, The Enthusiast, which is seven. (laughs) (laughs) Those are the fun ones. The busy, fun-loving type, Mm -hmm. spontaneous, versatile, distractible, and scattered. I don't roll with these people not generally
2: they um it it can take for a four it's weird it's <laughs> <laughs> I have friends who are sevens and um,
0: it's a lot of like okay but no, can we talk for a minute yeah that's Rob Rob Warford he's yeah a, he, he's definitely one of these kind of guys yeah right he is busy fun-loving spontaneous versatile distractible and scattered but he's also I mean what's not in here is that he's very uh, Rob Warford is one of our deacons he's an elder candidate He's also very compassionate and very invested in other people's lives. Mm-hmm. Very, very hands-on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't mean that as, as, a, as a dig. When I say he's an enthusiast, I just see some of those qualities in him. Yeah. So this is the, the – so like just maybe describe this person in different words. What does what an enthusiast look like? Yeah. Like what, I, what is one manifestation of an enthusiast? I
2: think one of the things is like uh, it's a person who they, they, uh, they want to they make everyone have fun. They want to be the life of the party. Right. So if you're at a party and it's awkward and weird, or like a guy just shared a story about his divorce, um, then and everyone's feeling sad, Mm -hmm. then a seven is a good person to have to sort of uh, relieve the pressure a little bit and to tell a fun story about like the time they tripped over a dog or something, you Mm -hmm. know. Um, I think that and and also I think sevens tend to be really like, uh, up for anything, Mm -hmm. like they are. They're really. Dude, you want to go paintball? Yeah. Let's go paintball, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't want to do that. Yeah. yeah. I don't, that's not me. And, and if you ask them if they want to go paintball, they just say yes, as long as they thought like it would be Ugh. a neat story
0: or something. Oh, that's the last thing I want to do. I don't want to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. Um, all right. So number eight is the challenger, powerful, dominating, self-confident, decisive, willful, and confrontational.
1: That's who I think Joe is oh stop no I'm actually I being could serious. see that yeah I could see that I have zero self-confidence I think Joe I think Joe is an eight with a seven wing
0: huh oh that dude i I'm, I'm hurt that
1: you don't even know me
0: no I'm actually being Okay, serious. so here's the thing uh I, I don't feel like I'm dominating but maybe that's just a blindness on my part I'm definitely not self-confident I have zero I have no self-confidence uh, I think you're I'm more so, I think
1: you're more self-confident than you let on
0: no that would be I mean I'm hiding it I'm
1: not. All right. I'm I just have, saying. As I, I read that, I I gravitate towards that. And a what was the other one? Four.
0: The four. Four. Yes. Yeah. Four. Those definitely are two. More. I see. Uh, and in terms of the and seven, the Maverick. Yeah, you're a Maverick. Independent. Busy. I could definitely
2: see a seven wing. I Thank mean, you. The yeah, wing is. Loving.
0: Uh, spontane. Am I spontaneous? You're spontaneous. I'm spontaneously annoying. Yeah, no, no. You're just like, hey, dude, let's
1: go do this downtown Chicago. It's gonna be fun. I'm like, that's not, I'm not that I'm doing. Oh yeah. No, I but mean, I'm yeah. talking about more like that, like explosive kind of an You like, you, you have these. I don't know. You change rapidly. Yeah. The thing I will say
2: is when I met Joe, I I remember going, I like this church because Joe doesn't care what a Southern Baptist is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Like he is his own person, and in some ways, like actively so. Like you. You will go out of your way Thank to make you. sure your individual nature is clear to everyone else. That to me is four. An eight is something that's more like uh, trying to whip everything into shape all the time, like trying to like. Yeah,
1: no, maybe you're right. He's too lazy for that.
2: Yeah, I feel like you, you would care I'm not about. Lazy. I'm, I'm
1: chill. <laughs> you you are. About-
2: you are. You self-identify as a Southern Baptist, but I feel like that's more about your identity and your beliefs than it is about what you're taking part in. Um, an eight would want to change the Southern Baptist Convention, right? Like they would want to whip that into shape and mm. they would want to like be a part of it and have meetings where they talk about, it. not even, even just about the, I don't know how you do the church. I'm not in on all the secret meetings, the yeah, secret, many secret, many secret, many, many, many secret ones. Yeah. yeah. But um, the, like the, in those meetings, it's like, are you more concerned about what the church is or I don't know if this is totally true. I'm just, like, saying stuff now. But, like, mm-hmm. what the church <laughs> is or what the church is doing and, and what you guys are doing. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think...
1: Aid more when of a you, doer. When you say it like that, okay, I can I can say I can understand that.
2: I've been in... To me, the aid is most clearly, like, identified you're in meetings. On
1: the, yeah, you're, you're focusing on the confrontational aspect of it, right? Is that... So, is that what you're talking about? Like the, the change aspect? Yeah. I,
2: so eights are confrontational. The reforming aspect. The, so yeah, eights don't have a problem being confrontational. In fact, they have to reserve. They have to withhold. Yeah,
0: I don't mind being confrontational, but the rest of it I don't think fits. Yeah. All right, so um, the last one is the peacemaker. Easy breezy, easygoing, self-effacing type. They are receptive. They are reassuring. They are agreeable, and they tend to be complacent. Easygoing, self faced, receptive, reassuring, agreeable, and complacent. My wife is probably mm. more nine mm-hmm. or more six. That that's I don't know how compatible those are, but that's um what we were talking about. We went out for drinks and we were talking about this.
2: So. I think nines go to six at stress or something. Which would mean when she's stressed out, she would look like a six. Yeah. Um Oh yeah, you're right. Yep. So that makes sense. I'm
1: looking, I'm looking at the, the, oh, (laughs) don't presume to speak about the character and the personality type of my wife, Jimmy.
2: Well, now that she's a nine, we got lots to
1: say. (laughs) Jen and I was discussing this over lunch. Yeah. (laughs) What's your wife? (laughs) My wife, uh, I think she is. Oh, she's an eight. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't know. Go ahead. I think
2: Michelle's a two. Two. Interesting. Yeah. So one of the things that I find really helpful about the Enneagram is in the context of marriage, it gives you, even if all of this stuff is just total bunk, if you can find one you identify with the most, it gives you handles and words with which to talk about extremely complicated and deep things. So for my wife and I, we have words around why I'm self-obsessed and why she is um, constantly... Like second guessing things Mm. all the time, and and mad at me for yeah, and mad at me for not thinking of the worst possible scenario down the road that I couldn't possibly have thought of, right? Um, But the the, and we also beyond like just understanding those things, it helps us to appreciate those things Mm -hmm. about one another and sort of help one another lean into those things. Okay,
0: here's the thing for because you guys know our theology. Mm-hmm. You know where we're coming from. All of our listeners, that you guys know what we're about. Why are we talking about Enneagrams? Mm. We're talking about Enneagrams in part because it's important for you to understand who you are mm-hmm. and to understand the people around you uh, for very specific reasons. We also are talking to you because about Enneagrams because sometimes we are too quick to dismiss things because uh, we deem them unprofitable or unbiblical, but sometimes we're we're dismissing things because of how they are being treated by others who are embracing them. So uh, here's what we're not saying. We're not saying that everybody needs to run out. And uh, I saw a homeboy. Uh, he's selling courses uh, on like gospel courses on Enneagram that you can sign up for. All right. Please don't buy that stuff. Um, but what I am saying is you can benefit from any type of of uh, tool that's going to help you figure out something about how you operate, what your fears are, what your um, anxieties are, what your hopes and joys are, what your strengths are. These things can be helpful. And as I've been looking through the Enneagram, I do find it to be helpful. Mm -hmm. This is an opportunity for you, like Richard said, to get a handle if you don't really understand yourself, to get a handle Mm. on where you're at, what your strengths and weaknesses are, or how you operate. And more than likely, even if you think, like I tend to think, that you know yourself you probably don't know yourself as well as you could because you are a sinful and complex human being. So this is the kind of thing that you wouldn't want to do in isolation if you're going to do it. You don't want to yeah. do it with peers, oh, yeah, yeah. with other people, Definitely. right, to help you figure yeah. this out. Yeah. So maybe we can talk a little bit about the theology of, 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 of <clears throat> maybe personality. Like why, why is this important? Why is it important to understand who we are and how we operate as a Christian? Mm. Why does that matter to us? Why should it matter to us?
2: Yeah, I think one of the things that's really key here is sometimes people ask like, "What what number is Jesus?" You know, and the assumption is maybe like a one or something, but he's actually right in the middle. I think a lot of our personality. So there is an in the middle of one to nine. Uh, Well, if you look at the enneagram,
0: (laughs) it's like a circle with points (laughs) (laughs) or whatever. It Um, it looks like a pentagram, I noticed.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs)
1: Right, but not, which is uh, is kind of what Kevin DeYoung's trying to say.
2: What's, what is, but that's 10 points, right? Pentagram is six. Really? No, it's five. Wow, I'm I'm bad at geometry, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) is the only math class I did good in. Anyway, I think like one of the things here we're talking about in terms of personality is the ways in which we lean in one direction or the other. Yeah and um to some degree that's a result of the fall right mm-hmm. so I don't want to say personalities are like all always like sinful things right. yeah yeah because we there's clearly like strengths and weaknesses yes. with oh. all of these things I will say God has used many aspects of the fall to his uh, to grow to benefit his kingdom of course mm-hmm. so I think one of the things we have to do is we have to both uh, ask ourselves two questions. How does God want to use me and my personality? That's a really helpful and encouraging and valuable and feel good thing to ask. And everyone should do it. Second thing you have to ask is how can I get carried away here? Mm, What are the ways in which I'm leaning too heavy? And so as a four, like the answer to the first question might be making feel people feel heard and valued and listened to, uh, less alone, those sorts of things. Those are the things I'm really passionate about. I can recognize what people are. I can intuit things about people that other people can't, that sort mm-hmm. of thing. On the other hand, I can be uh, a little too wrapped up in myself. I can be too um, wrapped up in the in the bad things about life. I can have a hard time celebrating the good things uh, that take place in my life and the blessings that I have that's a real problem. Mm. So I think when it comes to personality, personality is always just a mixture of strengths and weaknesses. And God is very clear that he wants us to, um, that he wants us to sort of like that. Every one of us, like there's Apollos. What's the verse? Apollos plants. And I'm help me guys. You're the pastor. Oh my gosh. You guys know the verse. (laughs) I know a lot about the Enneagram, no scripture. Just kidding. I went to seminary. Um, God is very clear that we all have different roles to play. Correct. And so, um, and that's in the Bible. What's also in the Bible is we need to be sanctified, and sanctification means shaving off
0: some of those edges as we go. Um, well, speaking of sanctification, mm-hmm. right. So like we're, we're understanding the better we can understand ourselves, um, the better we are, um, sort of positioned to address ourselves. Right, Jimmy?
1: Oh, absolutely. I would say that, you know, um, understanding one's personality or our personalities can, can really help in repentance, yeah. you know, where oh, you're yeah. able to see those, yep. those weak areas, those blind spots as you would, yep. um, and be able to address the heart issues that, that, stem from them that's right
2: and yeah and one thing that's really cool about enneagrams is more about motives than anything Mm. it is more about why are you doing that thing not what's the thing Mm -hmm. so not like you just made that whole party about you like stop doing that it's more about like okay you think that everyone is like i don't know i don't know what the the motive would be there I'm not. I'm not recalling well. But like, mm-hmm. there's a motive behind that. There's a reason that I did that. A reason that I think everyone sees the world the w- the way that I do. Um,
0: this is important though, because this is this is proper soul work. This is mm-hmm. keeping the heart, understanding right. why I do what I do. It's getting the root sins yeah. beyond fruit sins. Yeah. And like, this is real hard work. And listen, the Enneagram isn't scripture. It isn't the Holy Spirit. It isn't no. a means of grace. That doesn't mean that it can't be a helpful tool uh, to begin to investigate yourself yeah. and, and your friends as you do this together. Maybe we could talk a little bit. We'll wrap it up with this. Maybe we could talk a little bit about what, what can go wrong with people using this kind of a tool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Because you can go in a bad way with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what's the safest way for people to begin to explore it? So on the, on the bad end, let's just get this out of the way. How do people jack this up? I mean, Kevin DeYoung, yeah. uh, the right reverend, Kevin yeah. DeYoung, mm-hmm. yeah. wrote an article. Um, and of course... The way that he deals with it in his article, and we'll link it in the show notes, is uh, he says, well, I can't really talk about the Enneagram because it's too big, so I'll talk about this one book's perspective, mm-hmm. and then that's his take on Enneagram, which it's...
1: Which was the book that you yeah. reference, Right, right, right.
0: They're right back, They're to, right to, back, you. back yeah. to you. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So maybe talk to us about how this can go wrong. It, are critiques like um, DeYoung, do, 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 are, are those fair to hear?
2: I'm gonna be uh so uh, something weird happens on the internet where you read something and you react to it and you react you don't yeah, respond yeah. you react. Uh, I read go, that. I just go nuclear. I, <laughs> I That's read, what I did. I read that article, I got pretty annoyed because it felt like I want to take this thing down. Mm-hmm. But I will say his criticisms um, are not criticisms. His uh, critiques are fair. One of the things that I, I just feel like I need to say is the Enneagram movement is led by people who have a lot of. um this is not an attack. It's just the reality. They have a lot of... um. What's the word I'm looking for? They are Cheese. very open Crackers. to like post-evangelical, the post-evangelical Got Got movement. It. So one of the guys who wrote, wrote back to you, started his own podcast called uh, Typology, which I listened to. It's great. But his first guest was Rob Bell. And you're like, what is happening here? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the kinds of things where you're like, well, I don't, you know... I'm not going to take that part of it, and I think like this is just the reality is that applies to every book or trend that is out there, what's including good and anything. What's bad. Yeah. yeah, including anything that like TGC or CT or Kevin
1: DeYoung has put out, or like. Joe Thorne's booklets. Yeah, well, no, especially Joe booklets. That's all good. That's all good. What are you talking about? No, no, it's, it's all yeah. good. There's
2: a lot of trash in that. Oh it's my god! I'm just kidding. Exactly.
1: Thank uh. you, Richard. <laughs> Richard, the truth seeker. <laughs> <laughs> Invent
0: a new category for Richard. There's some
1: good.
2: <laughs> th- I'm a, yeah, a negative one. Um, there's a there's a lot of great and a lot of bad in everything yeah. we all do, and so we just have danger? to real- realize. What's, what's that?
0: the fun? <coughs> what, what is a like obvious or maybe what what's a what's a potential easy danger for for us to get into if we if we start to uh, go enneagram or any of these personality kind of
2: tests. I think writing people off is a big. Problem. You so are just, such a fill in the blank. Uh, it's yeah, a yeah, real yeah. problem. So we
0: pigeonhole them mm-hmm. and we're done. And yeah. we're done. Yeah. So
2: uh, I, I
1: find comfort in that. I could just say, oh, Joe, you're such an eight and move on. Of course oh, you do. Yeah.
2: It's always fun to eight, put people now, in boxes and, eight, yeah, and write them off. Good and eight. Yeah. Four. Eight, um, four. But eight. we're called to love eight. one another. And one of the ways we love one another is engaging them not disengaging mm. from them. Mm.
0: And this is one of the critiques like Kevin and others have said, is like, you're not a number. You're a right. And That's like, correct. I, I, no, I don't know anybody who would say, I mean, obviously there are, but like people that are, in, look, I don't have a, a, a dog in the hunt. In the fight. A dog, in, a dog the fight. in this fight. I don't have a fight in <laughs> the Wow, war. just stop. You, you, don't <laughs> have skin, you don't have skin in the game. Skin in the game. Skin, skin in the game. Tell yeah, them that. What is the, that
1: from, Joe? Uh, football.
0: Is Continue. It? No. Pig skin. Keep going. What would it be from if it's
2: not? Shirts
1: and skins? Football? Basketball?
2: What other game has skin in it?
1: There's lots of skin games. Oh, I bet. Yeah, it's like a Ed, Mayan, Marmy, and I bet there Mayan was.
0: death fight.
2: <laughs> Wait, what did you say? No, that.
1: no, don't repeat. Don't let it repeat. market <laughs> Oh, Joe, we haven't had to do that in a while. Oh, would you mark it? Uh, yes. Marmina's
0: an all-boys school. So a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to have to take that out. <laughs> oh,
1: Joe, we haven't had to do that in a long time. Well, you know, you had to make it
0: into a thing. You could have just left it alone. God. You could have <laughs> just left, let it fly.
1: <laughs> no, but you don't have to be dumb. All right. Hold on. Give me a second. 42 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> i got to take that out. That can't be it. <laughs> let me know when you're ready. All right, hold on. H- how do you want to? I got it. All right.
0: So what we're saying, though, is that um, people are not numbers. Mm-hmm. We don't want to reduce people to something that isn't like, that, that they are more than. Mm-hmm. And we want, to, we want to treat people as individuals that we are called to know, love, listen to, respect. Um, and maybe it's also, when I think about how it can go wrong... It can go wrong when we really find our identity in that thing. Yeah. yeah. In your number more yeah. than in Jesus Christ, more than in the fact that you are made in the image of God. These things may be very true of me, but my mm-hmm. identity fundamentally is in the God who made me and the God who redeemed me, not in this, right? right?
2: Definitely. Yeah. I think uh th- there's the there's the risk of doing that to other people mm-hmm. and then doing that ourselves. Right. The very like you know, there, there. Are people say out say actively that they're they're Enneagram numbers for different reasons, but mm-hmm. one of those reasons can be like I'm a four and proud of it. That oh, sort yeah. of feeling of like that's what makes me. Maybe what you I should am. be yeah. a
0: little embarrassed of your number, right? Oh, you, you definitely should. There, there, there are problems, right? <gasps> oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: My the feeling that I had when I finally, like, because I grappled with my number for a while. I thought three, then I thought seven, and then I finally landed on four. When I landed on four it was a feeling of slight humiliation. <laughs> it was a feeling of like, oh, okay, I guess that is. Well, the self-absorbed temperamental thing doesn't feel good. Mm-mm. That's
0: for sure. No. <laughs> no.
2: And and I've become more acutely aware of it yeah. over the last two years as I've Which been aware of this. Which helps in
0: addressing your
1: sin, yeah. you know, addressing your problem, yep. learning to deny yourself and mm-hmm. follow Christ. But see, some people, even though they, they, they understand it, right, they see their... Their shortcomings, they use it as an excuse to continue. Yeah. Oh, right. right? Oh, that's just how I am. That's That's just how I am. Mm -hmm. This is me, you Mm -hmm. know.
2: Yeah. I mean, if you're going to be my friend, you're going to have to know I'm a four and that's. And deal with it. And I'm an intense person. It just is what it is. Well, some people aren't as intense as you. Yeah. yeah. And don't want to get on that weird, crazy roller coaster ride with you. That's just the reality. And it's not loving to take a, especially like a nine and go, you know come with me on this nonsense trip where I rant at you for, I've had to learn just to deal with Jennifer as a six and go, it's helped me go like, Oh, this is not valuable to her for me to come to her and go, I'm ideating some future idea of a, like a total career shift. And she's seeing it as reality. And she's in that moment I'm talking about, she's, She's thinking of all the worst case scenarios of right. the ways that could play play out. That security orientation
0: is now being threatened. It's right, like it's being challenged. All right, so if people are like, because like I think what Jimmy and I would want to say as 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 host and Jimmy as the co-host, of uh, host the sidekick
1: sidekick <laughs> Batman the to Robin. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we all know who Batman and Robin. Yeah, uh, Richard. Me. Richard, who's Batman?
0: Uh,
1: Be honest.
2: Be honest. Isn't it Christian Slater? No,
1: no, no! Uh, in this relationship, right here. I know I'm
2: being purposefully dense in no, order no. to avoid the no, 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 no question. No. Come
1: on, man! Batman, Robin. Yeah, Come,
0: we can we just say it? We can just you say, can who say it. it. Is. Come on, now. you know who it is. You know who it is. Yeah.
2: I think you guys know. Yeah. No, 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 no. We do Come know. on now. Go yeah. ahead. It's obviously the one that it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you hug that fence. You hug that fence. <laughs> All right. So what we're saying is like something like the enneagram. I like the enneagram. I don't like people turning it into like the next. The next gospel rubric. I don't like people turning it mm-hmm. into something that uh, is is. I don't know. I, I just I get I get nervous about people turning it into too much. But I like it. I think it's helpful. Uh, Richard, from your perspective, if you want, if somebody wants to get into this and just to kind of understand it mm-hmm. and embrace it in a careful, thoughtful Christian way, what should they do? What, where should they start?
2: Uh, if you want to start with articles, there's a few good ones that. Christianity Today oh, that you oh, can read. Oh, should we go If to I may, uh, do a search for like the... Well, send in, us the links and we'll put them the up. The Enneagram for Evangelicals I think is the name of the title at, at Christianity oh, Today. who wrote that one? John Stark. Oh. Yeah, yeah it's like John that. Stark used to be an editor at TGC. Mm-hmm. Good guy. Smart guy. Um, he argued with Kevin DeYoung on Twitter after Kevin wrote that article. So, well, he's smarter than Kevin, so... Yeah. <laughs> that's that, that's <laughs> a good argue, fight. Yeah, that's yeah. a good fight for him. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, not a fair one, really. Um, <laughs> and... The, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've never met Kevin DeYoung, so I feel oh, a little no, guilty. No, I
1: saw him at an airport once. I, I thought I thought he was dying.
0: <laughs> he does, yeah. He, does he looks look sickly. He looks sickly. Looks
1: sickly. Oh, no joke. No. Minneapolis. I was in Minneapolis. I was at the airport, uh-huh. and I, I was at that place yeah. where we had the burgers, right? And I yep. was sitting there, and I saw him walking. And, and, I, we... and first of all, he's really, really tall. Right. right. But I'm like, and no he
0: looks like Jerry Seinfeld with an autoimmune deficiency like I want he to does. go up there and be like hey yeah. man
1: can I pray for you like, I'm not
2: going to comment on that but I remember seeing him preach at my old church so I have seen him in he person he can preach actually. man he yeah. can yeah. preach yeah, That's like a good it. sermon yep
0: I like his preaching
2: uh there's an article for pastors at CT Pastors called The Enneagram for Pastors. Now how much are
0: these going to cost our, our, listeners?
2: our the, listeners? Those okay. are all free, I believe. Okay. Oh, okay.
1: believe. I you after, after you might, sign might up your email. There might be a paywall. Ah. On. After you give up your email and <laughs> credit card no, information. Like CT Pastors, you'll
2: need to give up your email. I'm not sure. <laughs> 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 sure. Send
1: us links to the free or unlock give us Just
0: subscribe
2: to, subscribe so. to give the dang magazine. magazine. It's a good magazine, guys. What is What is it? Uh, Christianity today. Have you ever heard I've of never it? Heard of this? What <laughs> is this thing?
1: Oh, wait. That's a, that's the the one website that uh, Stetzer's on. That's Stetzer, oh, was he on that? Yeah, they hawk yeah, yeah, all yeah, Stetzer yeah. stuff. That's Ed yeah. Stetzer's
2: website. It's, that's what people, us people Stetzer's call website. it. Stetzer in France. It's called the what. Ed.
0: <laughs> that's what that's what Ed calls it. it <laughs> it's like the electric company for evangelicals. All right. So um, so we're gonna have some links. You're gonna send us links. We'll have them up there for people. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else? The
2: road back to you is a great a great primer on okay. all
0: of this. Uh, and, and listen, we, see, here's the thing. We believe that our listeners yeah. are not dummies. Yeah. We believe that they can read a book and agree and disagree with parts of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Like whether that's my books or anybody else's books, the scripture is the only absolute truth, right, that we know that we can trust. Our problem is that we have a hard time figuring parts of it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so read these books, get that book, and uh, just read it thoughtfully
1: and biblically. How can uh, our listeners connect with you? They can Where tell- you at? Where at? you at?
0: At the Richard Clark. Oh, the Richard on Wait, Twitter. Wait, hang on a second. Hang on. Stop. No,
1: but he's the Richard. I'm the one.
0: Your handle on Twitter and Stop. Instagram, yeah, is at the Richard
2: Clark. I'm not sure about Instagram. It might be dead yet living on Instagram. It is. Dead Both are nice. Yeah.
0: Okay, so listen. I like that you don't have any numbers in there.
2: Yeah, numbers are this for losers. Good. Oh man. <laughs>
1: I agree. Unless it's
2: your Enneagram number, <laughs> oh, and then it's cool. Uh,
0: well, Jimmy has like uh, a lot of numbers and underscores. An what do your numbers represent? I don't, you know, I don't want to talk about it. Are you know, they like, your birthday and no, stuff? No,
1: just stop it. Not you your don't. birth year. Jay, nope. Jay Fowler s- underscore 63? No, there's no underscore. It's something. It's so impossible. It's, there's no underscore. It's so lame. <laughs> stop it.
0: All right, so we'll get people following. No, Richard uh,
1: Clark. Yep, and your, the your podcast. Report. My podcast
0: is called The Calling.
2: Yeah, Please I was check on it once. It out. You were on it once, yeah, yes. Never been very asked, good episode. Was never asked back.
1: Oh, we don't ask people back. Yeah, that's why not, not a thing. Or even a first like, time, but whatever. We, if yeah. we,
2: yeah, we we don't ask people. Back. You should have
0: both of us
1: on.
2: Oh God! I, they, you know no, who you, I want to have back on. Oh, See, I, I like
1: i just pivoting. Like, well, thanks oh. for pivoting that one. Russell
2: Moore was my first guest. Russell Moore's awesome, and it was pre-election, and he talked so much about what a danger Donald Trump was to the world and everything, and now he can't talk about that anymore, but. Uh, I would love to have him back on and go. So how
1: how did that? How did that all work out for go?
2: you? Go. I just really want to have a real
0: talk. Here's with the him. thing. Yeah, yeah, you thanks do for that. having us on, though. You, yeah, you,
1: okay, you do that,
0: mm-hmm. and then we will meet up. We'll all meet up with uh, Russ afterwards, and we'll get...
1: Like, no, Russ does a call in. No, he'll come in. Does he come in or does he call in? Do you have, do you what have are people? we talking about for on your, podcast. On your podcast?
2: No, I don't have any call. I'm like you guys. Yeah, I have. It's That's a, how you do it's it. An, I'm like looking at all these other podcasts that have like Skype and stuff. And just, what the the are you doing? doing. Thank nah, you, man. Thank
0: you. That's fine. Listen, like you, know, not everybody can do what we do. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yep. You know, Richard. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So speaking they- of
2: uh, podcasts that have people on Skype, I also help produce Quick to Listen for Christianity Today oh yeah featuring Morgan Lee and Mark Galley it is a great podcast I highly recommend it people enjoy well, it let
1: us know when Russ is in or let us know when your guests are coming in so you know Yeah, we can, we can, we can, we can piggyback well. on that yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: there's also an episode of The Calling that features these Enneagram people oh. that wrote that book that send me all you.
1: these links we're going to put
0: all of these in the show notes mm-hmm. if they're not in the show notes it's Richard's fault
2: should I just keep plugging stuff you want me to plug some more things now we're done now okay. you're
1: done right. how about you plug our stuff how about I
2: just keep plugging stuff and you fade my voice into like the end of a love song? You know what? This, is, this is our
1: podcast. Don't tell us what to do on <laughs> yeah. our podcast. It's hard for me not to produce. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's kind of my thing. Oh, you're a oh, producer.
1: That's it. Yeah, That's producer. his title oh, Not, produce, not, not editor, engineer. Not engineer. Goodness. I'm
2: more like big picture level producing, which means I was just like. Pick people and say, go for it. Yeah, uh, that's
0: the best way.
1: Well, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devor on Facebook. No numbers. Doctrine and Devotion. That's you can head right. on the website, <laughs> DoctrineandDevotion.com. Mm-hmm. You can contact us. You can sign up for our email blast or hit up the store and register for the 2018 Doctrine and Devotion. Now, well, this conference. is going to come out
0: before the yes. conference? Yes, yes. What, what date is this releasing on? Uh, do you, all right, this I, one, I don't know. This Are you guys going
2: to have an Enneagram workshop? Uh, March 26th.
0: Oh, it's not even April. No, I know. That's what I'm trying well, to do. Well, I asked you earlier if you will already have... if it April, And I April, said no. You said yes. I said no. Listen to it. Okay, listen yeah. to it. Everyone listen to it. it. Yeah, they all know. You you screwed up. Nope. All right. Go ahead. And that's why he's an eight. I'm a four. What are you talking about? <laughs>
1: I'm a four. That's why he's With a one eight. quadrant <laughs> and a, a 9 quadrant Every Monday and Thursday. Blog post on Wednesdays. Video content sporadically. That's right. Later. <laughs>